Welcome to the very first episode of this podcast, Executive Track with Faith Abiodun. My name is Faith. Uh, I trust that you will find the information that I provide through this platform to be absolutely relevant for you as you navigate through personal and professional pathways in life. Regardless of your current stage of life, it is my firm belief that you would find this to be very, very useful. I named this podcast Executive Track, you know, in the hope of drawing some of my personal reflections from my journey so far. My career kicked off with me being an upstart journalist, chasing stories in the streets of Lagos, Nigeria. At the time, I was privileged to have bagged a prestigious internship with The Guardian Newspapers, which is arguably one of the you know, most prestigious media organizations in Nigeria. And I was just a teenager with bright ideas, with great energy, and I hope an incredible work ethic. My first day in the newsroom was something like from the movies. And I walked in wearing this lilac shirt and brown pants. My backpack was slung over my shoulder. I didn't have a laptop at the time. You know, it took another year before I was fortunate to get one of those. As I walked into the hall, you know, full of journalists pouring over pages of newspapers and typing away furiously at their massive desktop computers, some were screaming all over each other, trying to get someone's attention or, you know, move an idea forward. I just kind of wondered if anyone would notice this fresh-faced teenager who stood there almost transfixed and, you know, each step that I took was a little bit heavier than the previous one. I made my way to the homes and property desk where I had been assigned. I took a seat next to one of my new colleagues, you know, fairly senior writer at the time. About half an hour later, my new boss walked in. You know, he had two bags dangling from each shoulder. He had his lunch bag in one hand, a set of files in the other hand. My first instinct was to do exactly what I would have done if it were my father walking through the door. I ran toward him. I attempted to relieve him of a bag or two, you know, but he skillfully shooed me away and, you know, asked me to go back to my seat because I was supposed to be a professional, not an assistant. And I had to carry myself respectably was the idea that I got from him. And it's one of the most endearing memories that I have from my earliest days as a corporate employee. I was coming to realize how vastly different the worlds were between everything my juvenile mind could fathom and the realities of being in an actual workplace. Now, I've had several bosses since that first internship many years ago, and I've learned different lessons from each one of them. I have attempted to replicate some of the virtues that I have identified in my bosses, and I hope that I have not repeated any of their mistakes, as I have gone on to manage others over time. One of the lessons that I learned from my first boss, a gentleman called Paul Okola, was how to really maintain composure under pressure. I discovered the world of journalism is chaotic. It's unstable. At times it's exhilarating, but mostly it's stressful. I quickly caught on that journalists do not have the luxury of switching off. You're always chasing a story, whether it takes you to a conference on a subject for which you don't care very much or it takes you to a private conversation with a property developer who needs publicity. It might take you to a place that you really don't want to be in, but you have to maybe consistently walk up your government contact to find out if there's any development from, from the corridors of power. Ultimately, you're attempting to have met at least the minimum contribution of stories when the department comes together to figure out what stories are on the offing. 
At The Guardian, I was not always treated like the rookie that I was. I was expected to have sourced stories, to be working my contacts, to be conducting interviews and basically maintaining a hunt. Every now and then, my colleagues will throw me a bone. Maybe a press conference been held somewhere, maybe a developing story that I could investigate. You know, I so much cherished those lifelines. I knew that I could not come into a departmental meeting without a set of stories that I was chasing, so I was literally faking it until I made it. It was the only way to survive. I will never forget the day when the newspaper editor, Mr. Debo Adishino, kind of bust into the newsroom and he ripped through everyone at the top of his voice, you know, because apparently there was no suitable lead story for the following day. And time was running out. You know, how can I have a newsroom full of people who call themselves journalists and I don't have a story? Get out of my newsroom, you know, get me some news. I'd never said anything like that before. But my boss, Mr. Paul, always appeared unflappable. I don't know how he did it. I never saw him lose his cool. You know, I saw in him a picture of who I would like to be as a manager. He was calm, he was composed, he was calculating. He was very kind to me. You know, he was patient when I needed it, and he knew how to be stern when the occasion required. You know, I will always picture him as the gentleman behind the well-rounded glasses, the perfectly tucked in, short-sleeved shirt, and the perfect tie. You know, he, he was my boss. And personally, I consider it a great honor that many of the people whom I have managed have commented about my own ability to soldier on calmly in the face of personal and professional challenges, giving nothing away about what might be happening in the background. I take that as a real compliment. You know, it's something that I learned from Mr. Paul. In the episodes to come, I will share more about my professional experiences, the lessons that I have learned and how I went from being an entry-level employee to becoming an executive before the age of 30. I'll include stories about my journey as an entrepreneur and eventually as an intrapreneur. I hope that you will commit to your own journey as well, no matter where it takes you. I hope that you will stay focused on whom you're trying to be, whom you're becoming, and the experiences that lead you on that journey. I invite you to send me a message. You know, let me know about yourself. Let me know about your career stage, the next steps that you're hoping to take, and challenges that you're working to overcome. Please, if you might, also share this podcast with a few friends. You know, I'm personally convinced that this journey will feel much shorter when we travel together. Thank you for joining me on the executive track.